0: fellow communicators, and welcome to Stories Lived, Stories Told. This is a podcast brought to you by myself and the CMM Institute for Personal and Social Evolution. Our goal is to make the communication theory, Coordinated Management of Meaning, or CMM, something that we can all learn and use in our daily lives to create better communication in our relationships. For the past 50 years, academics and practitioners have been using CMM, but really, we all deserve to understand the language, tools, and ideas of CMM. Because What good does it do if we aren't actually applying the theory to change our lives for the better? In academic terms, CMM claims persons in conversation co construct their own social realities and are simultaneously influenced by those social worlds. We understand this to mean that each one of us can contribute to the social worlds we exist in, that the kind of world we end up in is a result of the choices we make in our lives, but also that the choices we make in our lives can be a result of the social world we're into. So with that, let's jump right in. My hope is that all the minisodes we've done so far work together to create a helpful roadmap for understanding and then embodying CMM, right? We've kind of established the terrain, the lay of the land by discussing the models of CMM, the core concepts, things like Cosmo Kids and Cosmopolis 2045, things that help us get an idea of what the road ahead looks like, help us prepare ourselves But here's the thing. I can point you in the direction you want to go with all this stuff, but truth is, I haven't been on your path exactly. You know, I don't know the specific roadblocks or challenges that you face in your life. What I do know is that there will be challenges, that's a guarantee, which is nothing to do with you doing something wrong and everything to do with the fact that this, the work of changing your patterns of beginning to be intentional of getting serious about your role in your social world, it's a hard thing. So I can't tell you how to address your exact challenges, but what I can do is help you address how you address your challenges. Okay, this might sound a little meta, but like we've talked about before, this concept of meta-communication is really important, so stick with me here. Today what I specifically want to talk about is the reality of what it's like to try to change your patterns, like CMM invites us to do. Even to get to that point is a challenge on its own, because it means you have to go from seeing your interactions as individual or unrelated events to interconnected parts of an ongoing pattern. And on top of that, you also have to start accepting some responsibility for those patterns. Not a simple first step. But we know... It's an endeavor that is absolutely worth it for the way it can improve the quality of our relationships and our social worlds and just our whole lives in general. For example, my boyfriend and I both studied communication and I really do think it saves us a lot of hurt by being able to step back and look at our patterns and share and listen to each other's feelings and experience and then work together to find a way to change the pattern so it's something that actually works for us and serves us. It definitely takes more mental and emotional energy to do this as opposed to, you know, sticking with the old patterns or denying patterns at all, but I always find it to be worth it. Another example is that I find whenever I'm able to bring something up with my parents, like if I'm feeling disappointed or they're making a decision I don't understand, and if I'm able to be honest and lay it all out there and then also ask them to do the same, it becomes a lot less scary for all of us. It's like shining a light into the darkness. When our patterns and our ways of interacting are in the dark, it leaves a lot of space for wondering what if. What if they don't like me? What if if they aren't being honest with me? What if they are intentionally trying to put me down? When everything is brought into the light, which we do by addressing and talking about it, then those questions get answered, and there's more certainty and stability and trust in the relationship. That's what i found at least. The way I see it is that by beginning to embody CMM, you move from having your patterns control you to being able to have control over your patterns. I think it's a wonderful and brave thing to do to have the desire to change patterns. And let me take this moment to say you probably don't need to change all your patterns. I'm not saying that. But even your productive or healthy patterns it's still good to bring those into the light so you can see what you're doing right so that you can keep doing more of it intentionally. The patterns that you want to change are the ones that don't serve you, that are destructive and lead to suffering for you and the people you love. One of the creators of CMM, Barnett Pierce, said the question we need to be asking ourselves is what are we creating? This is the part where we bring our patterns into the light and get really honest about them. And from there, the question becomes, what do we want to create? So we go from being reflective, looking back and saying, "Okay, well, what did we just create to being more proactive and approaching that same question just a little differently and kind of saying, "Okay, when I'm asking that question again, what did we just create? What do I want the answer to be? And then going back to the beginning and saying, how do I make that happen? So we're still in this stage of building awareness or the imagining stage like we talked about last week. And as we look ahead and begin to imagine and ask ourselves, what is it that we want to create? We feel hopeful and we feel confident and all at the same time, it feels totally, totally daunting. So here's that addressing how you address your patterns meta communication part. Go back to that metaphor I used, right? You're embarking on a trip. You have your roadmap. You're starting to think about your destination. So... Now let me help you pack a few things that will help you along the way to have a better, easier trip. The big tool I want you to pack is some patience, kindness, grace, forgiveness, understanding, and direct it all at yourself. Really, this has been on my mind to talk about in a mini-sode because I've been struggling with it myself. I know I have a pattern of seeking perfectionism for most of my life, and it's something I want to change. On its own, it doesn't really allow me to leave a lot of space for all those things. Patience, kindness, grace, forgiveness, understanding for myself. I like to think that I am pretty good at giving those to other people, but I definitely struggle to offer the same love to myself. To be gentle with myself in that way. Because the truth that I can see when I bring this pattern out into the light is that my pattern of perfectionism is creating more suffering for myself, and that's not what I want to create if I actually ask myself that question. For me, I struggle with some perfectionism in a kind of everyday sense, but how it shows up for me around our conversation today is that when I am trying to change patterns, I am perfectionistic and I bring that perfectionism to how I go about it, which doesn't work out. The change I'm talking about when I talk about changing our patterns, it takes time, it takes trial and error, it can be uncomfortable, it can be scary, you can feel like you aren't making any progress or even that it's getting worse, and I find it really difficult to accept that this is all part of the process. I mean, mostly I would like to think I'm above all that, but alas, I am not. The changing the pattern matters and also how you go about changing the patterns because maybe you did just change a pattern in your life, but you were miserable doing it, you know, beating yourself up, criticizing yourself the whole way. That's not what we're seeking to do in this podcast. We want the outcome of the better social world, yes, and we want the mindful, gentle, curious attitude along the way. It matters how we go about changing these patterns. I think for me, it comes down to being gentle with myself. I do some yoga videos that I really like, and the instructor always reminds you to soften the muscles of your face. And I swear, every time she says it, I was clenching my jaw or furrowing my brow, and I didn't even know it. It makes a big difference to release the tension for ourselves emotionally and physically. The other quote I heard recently is, we can do hard things, but we don't have to be hard while we do them. To me, that speaks to our physical experience of doing emotionally or mentally hard things, like changing patterns in our lives to create better social worlds. Think about it like this. If you are standing rigid, inflexible, tense, then when something comes along, it's more likely to break you snap you right in half. However, if you are in a more flexible, relaxed state, and I mean this both mentally and physically, then you're more likely to bend instead of break. Right? Bend and bounce back. You're more likely to be resilient in your journey to change your patterns. Other person in the pattern doesn't respond the way you want them to when you try to change the pattern? No problem. You're the grass. The wind blows you over momentarily, but you're still standing. You're firmly planted. We get frustrated and fall back into our old patterns? No problem. We're the seaweed. The water is rough, but we move with it. It doesn't break us. Other things in our social worlds distract us from showing up as intentionally as we wanted to? No problem. We are flexible enough and resilient enough to forgive ourselves for that and to come back and try again the next day. The healthiest and really the most productive way to go about changing our patterns is gently, and with lots and lots of compassion for ourselves, let's bring this to our next turn. And as a reminder, this comes from CMM language too. That's all our patterns are made up of, turns back and forth. So we break it down and we move ourselves forward into those better social worlds one turn at a time. So what's our next turn today? Today, our next turn will be to, right now, right this second, take a deep breath. Relax the muscles of your face, your jaw, your eyebrows, your forehead, even pay attention to your shoulders and neck, release it all. Keep thinking about the flexibility and relaxation of your body as representative of your mental flexibility and relaxation too. Change your mental state by first making some small changes to your physical state. Do me a favor too and think about if you resonate with my experience. Do you struggle to be gentle yourself when pursuing self-growth, or does it come more naturally to you? Either way, think about bringing those patterns into the light, and ask yourself how you can start to be intentionally gentle with yourself. Remember, this is a worthwhile path to travel. Thank you for believing that. Thank you for showing up today. Thank you for being curious and mindful and, above all, gentle. Thank you for joining this week and I'm really looking forward to joining you again next week for a conversation episode. I'll see you then.